Canva presents unexplained appearances. It was an ordinary workday until... That presentation appeared out of thin air. Also, it's eerily on brand. Wait, did that agenda just write itself? Words appear, making this unexplainable case... Unexplainable? It's Canva's AI tools. I can generate slides and words in seconds. Really? <clears throat> the real mystery is why I'm only learning this now. Canva.com. Designed for work. Episode number 1,119 on how to build a million-dollar personal brand with Rory Vaden. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, a former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Michelle Obama said, the only limit to the height of your achievements is the reach of your dreams and your willingness to work for them. And Albert Einstein said, strive not to be a success, but rather to be of value. My guest today is my good friend, Rory Vaden. Now, he's the guy that I go to for strategy on building my personal brand in my business. He's brilliant at what he does. He's a New York Times bestselling author and co-founder of Brand Builders Group, which is one of the leading personal brand strategy firms that focuses on helping people become the type of person that everyone wants to be in business with. And I've worked with Rory for many, many years now, and he's helped me in so many different ways in my own business around the strategy of launching new ideas, conceptualizing my business growth, building my personal brand, pretty much everything from speaking to design. He's been there and been a part of it, really giving some strategy and some insights on seeing the future and how I could get there. And he's a dear friend. And we did this multiple part series about building your personal brand. And I'm excited to be sharing this with you over the next few months. So stay tuned for more of these episodes coming soon with me and Rory. But in this episode, we discuss how to discover your uniqueness for your personal brand, how personal branding is transcending the influencer space and playing a role in every part of our lives now, how to build trust with your customers and audience, the fastest way to monetize and build a seven-figure personal brand, and so much more. And if you're enjoying this and you want to learn more about building your personal brand and taking it to the next level, after listening to this episode, you can go to lewishouse.com com slash brand call and you can schedule a free strategy call with someone on Roy's team to learn more about how you can also build your personal brand. And again, if you know someone that would be inspired by this message, please share this episode with them. And a quick reminder to subscribe to the School of Greatness on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen so you can stay up to date on the latest and greatest from the School of Greatness podcast. Okay, in just a moment, the one and only Rory Vaden. Welcome back, everyone, to the School of Greatness podcast. Very excited about our guest. My man, Rory Vaden, is in the house. Yes. Good to see you. I uh, We've had Rory on a couple times before. He's a New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Very powerful book to help you improve the quality of your life and your mindset. And uh, an amazing book called Procrastinating on Purpose, which is the five permissions to multiply your time. And this is some, some content in this book that will transform your life, your business, your career, everything, your, your home life, everything, because it gives you the ability to multiply your time and maximize your time to, to have uh, more time, which most people never can figure out how to do. So you teach people how to have more time there. <laughs> but today, we're talking about how to build a seven-figure personal brand. Yeah. Because personal branding, I've been saying for the last year, 
is the only way to recession-proof yourself is by having a credible personal brand, a one built on trust and uh, a powerful reputation. Yeah. And I want to talk about uh, how to build a seven-figure personal brand today and beyond. And you did a, a big study and got a lot of data points yes. on, uh, on personal branding in general and what the general population thinks about personal branding. Do they buy more from people with personal brands? Do they believe people who have personal brands or not? And the, the value behind having a personal brand. So I'd love for you to dive in on some of the data points you've got, what this study is, and then we'll talk about how we can use this to build your personal brand and monetize it throughout this interview. Yeah, so the, so our company, so Brand Builders Group, we hired an independent research firm called the Center for Generational Kinetics to conduct an independent nationwide research study on trends in personal branding. Because we've been talking about and teaching people to build their personal brands. I've been on the podcast, mm -hmm. we've talked about it before. Personal branding has been this emerging like space, right? Of online business, influencers, social media. social media, all this stuff that's been really fun and exciting. But we really wanted to look at what are the actual long-term impacts and what are the trends pointing to uh, from a data-driven perspective. And is personal branding just a thing that affects like a subgroup of entrepreneurs and like the small culture? Or is it becoming bigger than that? And right. Is it becoming more ubiquitous, meaning it applying to everybody? And so that's what we set out to study. And How many people are part of this study? Well, so it's a statistically valid sample that's weighted to the U.S. Census. Got it. So it has a, a plus or minus, I, I think it's like a plus or minus 3% uh, margin of error. So it's like it. a completely empirically validated, you know, it's the kind of study you'll hear people talk about on CNN and all that stuff. Cool. So whatever the sample size is, you know, that they have to get, it's just more than 1,000 people, Got but it. weighted to the U.S. Census. So cool. this is not an international study, so we should say that. But cool. The summary is there's three main things that the data points very clearly to, okay? Number one, personal branding is the future. Um, there are large discrepancies by generation in how personal branding affects their hiring, buying decisions, their trust decisions, which we will talk about. Um, the second big thing is that personal branding is highly profitable. Mm. not just for your influencer and their brand deals or your online marketer friend or your coach, you know, brand builders group. We, we work with, you know, historically we worked with a lot of people like me and you that were authors and speaker types, which is just mm. the world we came from. But more and more we've seen this kind of expanding group of clients and that's mm -hmm. part of why we wanted to study this. Employees to CEOs and executives and everyone in between, not yeah. just, uh, uh, Instagram influencer. Yeah, not right. not, and I think it's like when you hear personal branding, people often think your mind kind of goes to the the influencer, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of the lifestyle influencer. They're maybe doing brand deals, sharing products, or you know things mm -hmm. like that, doing sponsorships, or towards the the more like thought leader expert category, which yep. is more of what I personally speaker, writer, coach, write, write consultant. Blog. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. What personal branding really is, and what we're, we're starting to see clearly, is that personal branding is simply the digitization of reputation. Yes. The digitization of reputation. So people like you, 
um, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk. Like there's this whole group of people who, who saw early to go, well, I'm not exactly sure what this is, but I know it's huge. The and social media. Social media. It's not just a fad. Content, social media, online writing, blogs, videos, anything online. Is a part of it. Yes. But, but I think, you know, so, so this emerging area was like, oh, yeah, there's this new. I mean, you were on the cover of Success Magazine mm -hmm. as one of the new thought leaders, as was Gary and several several right. other online influencers. And that's kind of the term is influencers. But but. Personal branding is becoming bigger than that. It is not just online influencer. It is reputation, which is a concept that's been around for decades, right? Mm -hmm. we, we, the average person goes, yeah, I have social media for friends, but they're not really recognizing that, oh, this is how I'm getting my jobs. This is how I'm going to get paid. This is if I'm going to get promoted. So, so it's but, not about having a million followers. It's about the reputation you have with the followers you have. Yeah, and and in your space and in, in in your industry. So for yeah. for example, right? So I've got some I've got some of this data points here pulled up so that I don't I don't misquote them, right? So um, sixty three percent of all Americans say that they are more likely to buy from someone who has an established personal brand. To buy from a company that has no no a no, person a person. So like if if you have a personal brand, if I have no personal brand, you may not buy something. That's from right. Me. I am sixty three percent of of Americans say I'm more likely to buy from you versus some stranger. Whether you're selling me an information course or it's financial services or product or, or, or insurance or anything you know fitness or anything real, real estate real estate it doesn't matter it's we trust people who have this thing called a personal brand but here's the part about when we said it's the future so it's 63 percent of all americans but in that group okay so there's a subset here only 33 percent of boomers and only 59% of Gen Xers say they're more likely to buy from someone who has a personal brand, which means that for specifically to like boomers, it doesn't matter as much to them. Right. It's like not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. But if you strip them out, 76% of millennials actually are more likely to buy from someone who has an established personal brand. So this points to an inevitable trend that is saying that the older generations have viewed personal branding as like a fad, right. a thing that kids do, digital online influencers, this thing I don't really understand, but the future is here. So older millennials are ages 35 to 44. These are the people with all the buying power, making all the decisions, mm -hmm. taking over the boardrooms, scaling the companies, building the Ra communities. Raising money, building companies, all that stuff, yeah. All that stuff, and, and specifically to millennials, this stuff influences everything. Um, who they hire, who they work for, uh, who they, uh, I mean, so- Who they so, follow online, who they, yeah. 30%, okay, 30% of people say, I'm more likely to date someone because they have an established personal wow. brand. Well, it's reputation and credibility and trust right away. Yeah, that's true, right? I guess you, yeah. you feel like you know more about the person. Yeah, or, or, oh, these people are following it. They have this thing and they have some testimonials. I'm, I, I'm more likely to trust them than someone who has none of that. Right. Yeah, Yeah, but it's, it's just fascinating to go, oh, this is, this is coming into our dating life, how we hire, I, who we spend time with. I've never been on any of the dating apps, the Tinders and Bumbles and all that stuff. 
but I've heard people say like, oh, I match with someone that I know and follow online with like someone I respect or trust. And they're probably more likely to, to mess with the person they know from online or they've seen online than if they didn't know them at all. Yeah, and that is, you know, so this is, you know, I said there were three main findings. Yes. One, this is the future. Two, it's highly profitable. Here's the third one. It's a trust accelerator. Mm-hmm. A personal brand is a trust accelerator. And um, that is, a, a you go, how do you build trust? Okay, first of all, you we trust people that we see, right? That's why we trust celebrities, which is really funny because like movie stars, we don't even know their real name. We don't even know who they are in real life, but we trust them because we see them. Crazy. Right? So we trust people we see. And we see them on TV. On TV. Or on a video. Pretending to be someone they're right, not. Right. Even if they're credible in real life or not, we just trust them. Because we see them. So, mm. and this is true in our in our everyday life, right? Like you trust whatever, your 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 spouse, you trust your parents, you trust your colleagues, you trust the the person at the grocery store that you see more than the stranger walking down the street that you've gone, I've never seen this person here. Mm -hmm. So we trust people we see. We also trust people that we learn from. And um, we trust people who entertain us. And then we trust people who we feel like we know intimate things about. So... You know, if, if you made a list, if I said, okay, Lewis, write down the five people you trust the most. It's probably not social media influencers. It's probably people, though, that really know you um, and, and that you really know. Like, you know all their dirty secrets. You mm-hmm. know their, their, you know, their past. Yeah. You, you also know where they like to shop, where they like to eat, what time do they wake up. And these things are, these are things that social media affords us the ability to do. Mm-hmm. To see you, to learn from you to be entertained by you, and to know you. Hmm, to know intimate things about you. Intimate things about you, right? When I came here, one of the first things I did was I shot a little back, uh, you know, a little video here of your studio for our for our fans and followers and friends, right? Because people want to know, like, what does Lewis House Studio look right, like? Like, right. it's really fascinating. And, and I always struggle with this because for me, I, I couldn't, I haven't been great at social because I've not been super social. I've used it as like a broadcasting tool. <laughs> right. And I've always thought, I mean, what could be more useless than showing people what I ate for dinner? Like, why would anybody care? And then uh, somebody asked me, they said, well, think about this. If you had a chance to follow your celebrity crush for a day, so like who who would it be for you? Like if you had a chance to go... Who would be your celebrity crush? Like if when I, I mean, was younger or something? No, or? like right now. Like someone oh, who shoot. walked in that you were like, oh man, if I could hang out with this person. I mean, a, I mean a girl or a guy? It doesn't matter. Not a, not a okay, g- 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 girl. Not a girl, but like a guy. The like, Rock. The Rock. Yeah. So if he walked in, you'd like lose. He'd be like, yeah. this is legit. This like, is cool. The, the yeah, Rock I want to see here. what he's doing throughout his day and yeah. Yes. So if I said, okay, Lewis, I, I can't do this, but let's see, I could. Right, right. I said, I can give you a chance to follow The Rock for an entire day. Right. But you can't talk to him. <laughs> but you're going to be there right when he wakes you're up. You're going to shadow him. Yeah, you're going to yeah. shadow him. You're going to be in every meeting. You get to listen to every phone call. Mm. You get to be in the car, on the plane. You get to see what he eats, what he wears, what his closet looks like. Even though you couldn't talk to him, would you do it? Would you? Yeah, it'd be great. Of course. It'd be fascinating, yeah. right? Well, that's how it is. It's, it's People are interested mm. in the intimate details of our life. And that is where trust comes from. Mm. And that is why this social media thing, is it's not just like a social thing it's creating trust 
reputation. Um, and if I feel like I know you, then I can buy from you, I can hire you, mm -hmm. I can date you, right. I can re recommend you to other people. And that's what the data is pointing to. Yes, and if you have uh, recommendations from other people you trust about that person, you're more likely to hire, date, and buy from. Yeah, so this was interesting. So one of the, one of the questions that we asked people um, is what of, are the most influential factors in making a decision about um, people that you that you buy from, okay? So for example, we asked the question, how important are each of the following when it comes to paying someone for a product or service? And we listed out all these things because a lot of our clients at Brand Builders Group, people, our clients are interested in a lot of these things, a podcast, a TED Talk, right? A book. Yeah, a YouTube. And we actually separated book into self-published book, mm. New York Times bestselling, you know, Wall Street Journal bestselling book, New York Times bestselling yes. book. None of those things matter to people. In terms of what? What someone, what a person has? In terms of... If you have a book, a podcast, a blog, it, a... It's not that they don't matter. They do, but not as much as you would think. Interesting. What does matter? What matters most, more than anything, of, uh, that is going to influence whether or not a stranger buys from you, 62% of people said that they have testimonials Crazy. about their work. And 56%, this is of Americans, said that they are paid to consult or advise on their topic. So in other words, wow. you have real life proof of delivering your service influences purchasing decisions more than how many followers you have uh, whether or not you have a book, and and specifically the tier of best-selling book, right? You know, like you know how hard it is to become a New York Times best-selling yeah. author. It's not an easy thing to do, right, right. and a lot of time and energy goes into doing it. Well, it matters in the industry, like you know, you and I know that mm -hmm. we speak that language. Right. But the general population, no, for the person listening to this, your customer doesn't care. Most of them don't even know the difference between a New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Amazon, yeah. USA Today. They don't know the difference. If they see bestseller up there, it's all the same. Whatever. Yeah. What they want to see is, did you help Sally Joe down the street actually get the in results. better shape? Yeah. Or did you help her you know, heal her gut? Or mm -hmm. did you help her, whatever, plan for f retirement? Right. They want to see real life... Um, Examples, and then the other thing is, it's really third-party third party credibility. They want testimonials. Yep. They want to see proof that you've been paid. They want to see proof that you're in the media. And then actually, the the fourth thing was uh, that they actually fifth was that they have a nice website. So that actually is of of all of the things that's kind of more markety, and is is people care having a good looking personal brand website. Yeah is important. Mobile friendly, you know, loads quickly. And Functional, all. not clunky, yeah. But the number of followers you have. Doesn't matter. Doesn't, doesn't so matter having, as much as you would think. So like, having a million followers isn't the most important thing. It's a factor, but it may, it may help you drive traffic somewhere, but it may not be the reason people buy. Even older millennials, only 20% of them say, uh, if someone has a lot of followers, that's influential to me. Mm. And, and here's the thing too, so what is influential for most people? Having testimonials? Yes. Having testimonials. Is the most influential factor. In somebody doing business with you. Wow. Whether it's hiring. And so here's the thing. When you say having an established personal brand is more likely to get you hired, um, it's, it is the thing that people look at when they're hiring you. 
you're you're going to also get paid more. So we haven't talked so much about the we haven't talked about money yet, but you're actually going to make money yes. from doing this. Um, and it's a it is a it's a trust accelerator. Um, so here's another one. I know we're throwing out a lot of data sure. points, but the the reason for the data points, just to take a minute on that, right, is to go. The data tells a story here that is important that I don't think the world talks about or understands. We think of it as like vanity. How many followers do I have? How many likes? Who's influential? Like, you know, do you know so-and-so? But the data tells a story here that goes, it's not about that stuff. It's about showcasing your expertise Mm -hmm. and the value you provide in the world and that people just want to see evidence of that. And that if you show that, it is significant. Wow. Not the number of followers you have. Um, and it matters for, for big companies too. So this, this blew my mind. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host hi it's martha stewart you know i spend a lot of time thinking about dirt at 3 a.m at all hours of the day really what people don't know is that not all dirt is the same you need dirt with the right kind of nutrients New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds. Thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magirite is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. Canva. 82% of all Americans believe that companies are more influential if their executives have a personal brand wow. that they can follow, that they wow. know and follow. And this makes so much sense, right? You go Elon Musk, Richard Branson, Steve Jobs, right? Bill Gates. There's a face, a personality that we can Mm. trust and know and relate with rather than this kind of obscure logo entity. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a logo. Now this can also work against you because if your executive, (laughs) you know, does something like, Again, reputation. Mm-hmm. It's it's we need to think of this less of as personal branding and more as building reputation. Yeah. And uh, you know, a really interesting example here recently that was in the news, fair, fairly recent, was uh, you know Elon Musk uh, smoked marijuana on yep. the on the Joe Rogan Joe Rogan podcast, and the stock went down nine percent like within you know a matter of days. Now it has since recovered, and there were some other things going on around mm-hmm. that time, but it shows like that was 
such an accentuated, emphasized moment of going, people's trust mm. is tied to the personality and the people in the business. Which could help you accelerate the growth, or if you do something wrong, could hurt the company as well. Yeah, it could decelerate. I mean, there's examples of this, right, on social media where uh, it's kind of the whole cancel culture. Absolutely, man. It, affecting the business in a big way. Yeah, in a big, big way. Big way. Big, big way. What would you say are the most important uh, elements to monetizing personal brand then? What are yeah. the important keys to monetizing? Once you know that testimonials, uh, reputation in general, having a great website, media proof are the things that will support you and, and, and kind of getting people to be willing to buy from you. What are the elements to help you monetize? Yeah, so, so monetizing is interesting. So the last time that we had a personal branding conversation here on the podcast, we talked about the five ways to monetize your personal brand. Yes. Um, so you remember, you may remember we call them paids. Yes. P A I D S. Yep. So basically, that's going. These are five vehicles to take a pile of followers and turn it into a pile of cash. Yes. So the P is a product. Okay. So you're selling a physical product, uh, a T-shirt, right? I got followers and like, hey, I made a T-shirt. Buy my T-shirt. Right, or right. you know, here's my mug. Like, buy buy my mug. Mm -hmm. um, a, or a book. You know, like it's a physical product. A, yeah. yeah, a physical product. The A is ads and affiliates. So that is, I have an audience. Rather than selling my audience something, I'm going to sell someone else, typically a brand, access to my audience. Mm -hmm. All right, you got ads. You got sponsors for the show. Yep. Um, so you've got a heavy ads and affiliates model. Your your YouTube videos, you've got ads, right? Yep. You make money from ads and affiliates. That's part of your model. The I is information products. Um, which has been an explosion in recent years in terms of monetizing the personal brand because this is, uh, they have low barriers to entry and they have high value, perceived value. So courses, membership sites, certifications, assessments, ebooks, yeah, ebooks. Digital. And there was, and this was hard to build these out 10 years ago. Now there's massive platforms that are uh, allowing it to be so much easier to create a course or an ebook or a certification membership site. Whereas you had to build out custom stuff 10 years ago. Now there's there's a whole industry around this. Yeah, and there's so, lots of tools and providers yeah. and stuff. Uh, D is deals. So that is anytime there's a third-party deal, a, a book deal, a TV deal, a, you know, a, a licensing deal where you're basically paid for creative work irregardless of how well it sells. Right. Um, you know, like uh, royalties mm -hmm. usually is associated with that. But the one to highlight here is services. So services are the fastest path to cash. It's selling your time. But even the way that we thought about personal branding previous to this national research study was that services was coaching, speaking, training, consulting, which is a lot of what we've done, you've done, things that we help, you know, Brand Builders Group, we help a ton of our clients. Mm -hmm. But only about half of the clients, a little more than half of the clients do that. We're noticing that it's all these other people, uh, accountants, lawyers, doctors, uh, financial advisors, real entrepreneurs, meaning that they're not just like an expert entrepreneur. I, I don't mean like real, like you're right, not, right, but, right. but they're, they have a, a, a widget that's not their expertise yes. somehow. Yes. Um, direct salespeople. And now, and then even executives now um, 
are hiring us. Uh, you know, a, a, a great example of this, it was a big, bold move, is uh, Glenn Sanford. And I don't think, I haven't, I haven't introduced you to him, but have you? I, I've got connected to him. We've been texting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Glenn Sanford is the, the, uh, a billionaire founder of EXP Realty, which is one of the fastest, if not the fastest growing real estate company in the world, right? So we met Glenn. We started working with Glenn as a client, and then he bought Success Magazine. Yeah, that's crazy. So Glenn didn't have much of a social media following, but now he bought, now he he bought, bought one. He bought a massive. Yeah. yeah, so he's got credibility and audience and reach because he, and it's not just money. I mean, it's, it's not money for him. I, I mean, like he's a billionaire, like money's right. not the thing, but impact is, reputation is, trust is, mm -hmm. um, feeling like you're doing something good in the world and they all work together. So uh, yeah. on the uh, on the professional services thing, because we had a a, a fascinating kind of like little data point um, on this, like you go, okay, I get personal branding if you are an expert of some type, but what if you're a doctor? So sixty one percent of Americans believe their doctor should have an established personal brand. Why? I guess trust. Because I think if they have it, they'll trust them more. Well, your doctor is an in, it's a pretty intimate relationship, yeah. right? I mean, literally, like you see everything of a person and you go, do I like this person? Do I trust them? Do I, do I believe in them, right? Going back to that thing I said earlier that people, 82% um, of Americans said that a company is more influential if, if their founder has a belief system that aligns with them. Wow. This is what we're looking for. Another way of saying this, right, is, is people don't do business with companies. They do business with people. Yes. People that are real, people that we can trust, people that we can know intimate details about. And so it's not just their doctor. Um, it is 58% uh, of Americans believe their lawyer should have a personal brand. 55% mm. think their banker should. Uh, their coach, their financial advisors, their chiropractors. Everyone. I mean... We didn't ask about everyone. We, right. we asked about yeah, yeah. these. But, but what we can definitely say is that people want pro their professional service providers to have a personal brand. And it, we can also say that people are more likely to engage with a company if the executives have a, have a personal brand. Mm. So in fact, we asked this question specifically. 67% of all Americans uh, and if you just do millennials, it's 76.5%, are willing to spend m more money with these companies if they're connected to, wow. to, to the person. So wow. again, all of these are just different data points that tell the same story. Personal branding is transcending this influencer space. Mm -hmm. It's transcending the thought leader space. And it is becoming ubiquitous and pervasive in who gets promoted, who gets hired, who gets on the board, who gets equity, which company gets funded, even who we date wow. um, and who we're friends with. It's, it's, it's fascinating, fascinating stuff. So um, you asked the question about turning it into money. Yes. So I said earlier that uh, the fastest path to cash is, is uh, you know, services. Yes. We would modify that a little bit now to say the fastest path to cash is to monetize the thing you're already doing. Like what? 
whatever it is you're doing. You're an accountant, you're a right, lawyer. Right. So I think there's been this, this thought of going, oh my gosh, so I'm gonna use my personal brand to launch a side business. Mm -hmm. And actually it's going, no, I should use my personal brand to blow up my direct sales business yes. and like, you know, pour fuel on the fire or to get myself promoted or to get myself, uh, you know, more clients for my, my practice of whatever type mm -hmm. of practice it is. It's not going, oh, I gotta go create an information product. Right. Um, it can be that, it, it historically has been that, but this is, this is the migration um, that is happening here, which is, is interesting. And it was interesting to me to see, uh, you know, when Success Magazine did that cover article um, and you were on there and- Brandon. Brandon was on there. Trent and yeah. Sev several- Trent Shelton. Marie Forleo and yeah. Trent Shelton. I think Rachel- Tim Ferriss Rachel Cruz, yeah. I mean, it was, it was really, really fascinating. They said the new thought leaders. Mm -hmm. um, and it's because people trust you guys. Right. Because they see you. They're entertained by you. They learn from you. They feel like they feel like they know you. It's not because you guys have the most PhDs. It's not because right. you're winning the Nobel prizes for 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 research. It's a it's a much more human experience right. um, that's just available widely available to all of us. So how do we build the million dollar personal brand then? What's the steps? Is it just start creating content? Is it being strategic about certain moves you're gonna make? Is it partnerships? Is it press? Is it podcast? Like what are the steps to building it? Yeah, well the most important step is the first step, which is the step that everybody skips. <laughs> and I shared this you know, a while ago when we had this conversation when we first started working together, that the best piece of personal branding advice I've ever received was from a guy named Larry Wingate. Yes. And he said, the goal is to find your uniqueness so that you can exploit it in the service of others. Mm -hmm. Find your uniqueness so you can exploit it in the service of others. So you need to find your uniqueness. Um, How we, do we find it? Yeah, well, we did all that whole interview together where we walked you through our brand DNA Helix, which is one of the brand builder group kind of frameworks. Um, so that you can reference that, you know, I'm not going to walk you through all of that here, right. but I'll tell you, we found a shortcut since then that's okay. worth, worth sharing. Nice. Okay. So, because this is a struggle, right? How do I find my uniqueness? That's, it's almost like saying, how do I find my purpose? How do I find my passion? And this is, now that we've coached hundreds of people, you know, we've been at this for coming up on like three years now, and this is all we do all day. We started to recognize a consistent theme and a shortcut. And, and here's what it is. You are always most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were. Oh, uh, yes, it's great. You're most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were. Yes, so I was 100 pounds overweight and I'm not there anymore. Bingo. I'm positioned to help anyone who's over 100 pounds overweight. Do that thing. Or, I was in debt $100,000. Yeah, Dave Ramsey, right? And I got out of it. He and was, here's the process and how I got out of he it. He was bankrupt and he tells, and that's his whole story. And, and it can be you or someone close to you. So I also think about, um, you know, we, we have a mutual friend, Dr. Josh Axe, right? And, and, and uh, the, I, I believe this was the diagnosis. I believe his mom had got diagnosed with cancer. And so he went on a mission to learn about food, to use food as medicine he makes that basically his life pursuit to cure his mom. As a result of that, he starts answering questions for friends. He turns that, he starts sharing that on social. 
and now they have ancient nutrition i think it's called ancient nutrition and it's like massive business. a nine figure business like yeah. monster business but it it came out of not a desire to make money but a desire to solve a problem mm -hmm. and 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 that is the genesis of of personal branding is going what problem do I solve? What problem can I solve? What problem do I want to dedicate my life to solving? Or at least a season of my life. At least the next season yes. of my life. Wow. Because that's what makes you come alive. And, and um, you know, for you, the uh, when we had this conversation, it was back in 2018. Yeah. Self-doubt yeah. was, was the word that you were like, this is, I want the great, I want to help people overcome self-doubt yep. and achieve greatness. So at that time, I just I told you this earlier today, I was looking at my notes. You had 30 million total downloads. It's crazy to think that. 2018. That was only 2018. Gosh. You it focused. Must, it must have been more. It you, must have been a little more. I don't know. I'm telling 30 you. 30 million. It, and and, and now, now we have 350 million. 350 million. 10 x in wow. less, like half the time it took to get there. Right. And you've done a great job of being super clear on what problem you're after, what you're trying mm -hmm. to solve, and what you're trying to help people achieve, and your business model also. Um, you've yeah. eliminated several things, and you guys have gone all in, and you know, here we are in this beautiful studio. And I think that's the call for all of us is, you know, if you know, I think the title of this is something like How to Build a Seven-Figure Personal Brand. you got to first know what your personal brand is. Yeah, what your uniqueness is. And, yes. and what I would say is, if you focus on the money, you may compromise your reputation along the way. Interesting. You may do things that aren't of the highest level of integrity or that you don't necessarily want to be doing or that might hurt people or whatever it may yeah, be. Yeah, you could burn money. out. Yeah. You, could, you could hurt people. You, 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 it's just, if you focus on the money, uh, then you could compromise your reputation. But if you focus on the purpose... Or the mission. Of solving the problem. Yes. And you go, what problem can I solve? And think about all the great guests that you have. I mean, uh, not so much the celebrity guests maybe, mm -hmm. uh, but but like, you know, the doctors and the, you know, the the, the psychologists. And yes. th these people dedicate their life to studying this area of going, I want to help. I want to help people with this. Mm -hmm. Um and that's where you that's where you start. So you gotta yeah. you have to find your uniqueness. And what's that question? What is my uniqueness? Well, yeah. So so the branding a helix is six questions, of that at the 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 uniqueness lives at the intersection of those six questions. Yes. So uh, just to rattle them off, uh, what what problem do you solve? Yep. Okay. And then what are you passionate about? So you brainstorm the answers to all these questions, uh, and then at the intersection is is where the uniqueness is. So what am I passionate about? Then what do I research, which is what do I have academic or head knowledge of? Um, and then what do I have results in? So that is, what do I have experience doing? What have I done? That one kind of points to the your most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were. Um, and then the last two questions address the business model, which is what are the things people would buy from me? which are the paids, you know, those five different basically things you could make. And then you, you, you compare that with what business do I want to be in? And that was where we talked about dares. Do you remember the dares? Yes, I love the dares. So the dares is a checklist. What business do I want to be in? That's the last question. What yeah. business do I want to be in? 
so the dares is a checklist of characteristics that sort of describe, I guess, you know, the, the closest thing to a, a perfect business model, I guess, if there is such a thing. These are dares. You're looking for dares. So you're looking for things that are digital. Yes. Automated. Recurring. Evergreen. And scalable. Mm-hmm. So when you go look for dares, you go, okay, it's digital. If it's digital, that means I don't have manufacturing costs. I don't have shipping. I don't have warehousing. I don't have logistics. I don't, like, it's digital. If it's automated, it's self-service. It's like, I don't have a bunch, I don't need a bunch of staff to, like, service people. Yes. It's automated. It's recurring. So they, they keep, they pay and they keep paying. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. <laughs> yeah. And that recurring revenue also affects the overall valuation of a company. Yeah. So that can have tremendous, you know, long-term financial impacts. Uh, evergreen means it never needs to be updated, right? So you never have to do, you build the thing and then you never have to update it. And then the S, scalable, means scalable means that you can add um, a lot of customers without adding a lot of infrastructure. Right. And so there's a there's a difference between growth and scale. So growth is I can grow revenues, but I kind of have to like grow expenses. Yeah, build a team and all this other Build things, a team yeah. to go with it. Scale means I can grow revenues and the 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 fixed expenses the team don't have to grow proportionately. Yeah, small amount maybe of growth, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's not okay. like a variable cost kind of a thing. So you want to ask yourself these six questions. And the last one being, what business do I want to be in? Figuring out what's the business model. What's the perfect business model? For me. Yeah, and, and um, there's many different business models, but it's, it's, there's not a best business model. There's only a best business model for you. Right. And so when you're trying to figure out what is my best business model. Like I don't want to build a software company. Yeah. Because I don't understand building programs and managing it and software like that's not something I understand and it doesn't excite me it doesn't light me up so those I'm are not bu- researching it all day I'm not passionate about it uh, all these things I haven't gotten people results in this software maybe in the future I could do it if I had the right partner but it's or you not just be an investor exactly I can invest in it but it's not the one thing I want to drive every day with my time and energy because you would if you did it it would be Oh, because building a software company has you know top line valuations. I, can, I could get a huge multiple, have yes. a big exit, make money, and be happy. And you go, no, I, I'm miserable doing this thing because right. it's not your uniqueness. It's not the design of your life. It's not the the reason that you're here. Yeah. Because. Welcome to the Canva guided meditation for stress at work. Impending deadline. Generate Canva presentations in seconds. So. Brainstorm got too big. Summarize with AI in a click. Click, 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 click. Writer's block. Release with Canva Magic Write. Magical. Stress less and save time at canva.com. Designed for work. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. We believe that the things that you've done in your past 
are hints and evidence mm. and clues as to what your uniqueness is. Yes. But also, the calling of your future is a hint and clue to what your uniqueness is. What mm. you feel called towards gives us evidence of what your uniqueness is. And so it's like if you don't feel a compelling call there for any reason other than like money or something, that's not in the direction that we would advise you go because it's just not worth it. Right. Um, and so when you're looking at what is the best business model, you take in factors like what you said, like what is my education? What are my passions? The question's right out of the brand sure. DNA Helix here. Um, what would I want to spend my time doing every day? Yeah, like like what would you what would you do Saturday afternoon at two thirty? Like mm-hmm. if, if you you know just you could do anything, like that could be a thing. That's a place that you look. Now that might not be the answer by itself. You right, have to right, right. factor in how would you make money, and that's why it's like this. Uh, these six questions overlap, um, but that's what you're you're looking for um, because it's it's truth. There's not, there's not a, a a right answer. There's just a right answer for you. Yes. It's not truth. It's just what's your truth. Right. So you pick a problem, you pick an audience, you pick a business model, and then you said like, how do you build a personal brand after that? So from there, usually what you do is you would extrapolate this into a um, a body of work. If if. If you were going to kind of build it, like a, more of like that expert business, that's how you would do it. But part of the realization, again, coming back to the study, is going, so many people have already built the thing that they should use their personal brand to drive towards. Right. They, should just, they just need to focus on leveraging and building their personal brand to drive towards that thing. It's, um, it's a formula that we talk about called the reputation formula. Mm-hmm. Results times reach equals reputation. Results times reach equals reputation. Let's take financial advisor, okay? So financial advisors have all of this education. You know, they're, this, they're a CFP and a, you know, a CHLC and you know, they get all yeah, these- Series you know, seven. Series seven, series six. All these licenses. They have all these results, all this knowledge. The problem is, if I don't know about you, I cannot buy from you. Right. I, I, I can't do business with you. So reach matters and your personal brand is the fastest way to get that reach. And a lot of the top advisors in the world, at least in the country right now, are building their personal brand and they're driving leads that they're just passing to their team. And there's so many, when people think about personal branding and creating content online, there are so many different things that they could do to build their personal brand. Podcasting, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, white papers, infographics, photos, speeches, books, courses. There's all these things they could press. There's all these things they could do. What should they be thinking about first? Yeah. So the number one thing to think about is how can I add value to the audience? Mm. Right, that's what it ultimately comes down to. The strategy is much more important than the technology. How can I add value to the audience? How can I? And, and, and your social media strategy is one of the three E's. You're either going to educate, encourage, or entertain. And usually, it's some mix of the three. 
I happen to not be super entertaining. Um, <laughs> I live more in the educating and, and, you know, with bursts of encouragement that kind of come in there. Um, but you're going, how can I teach what I know? And here's the other thing. We all take for granted what we know. We have the, something mm-hmm. called the curse of knowledge. If I'm a financial advisor, I assume, well, obviously everybody knows what a 401k is. Nobody knows what a 401k right, is. Right. Like, nobody understands any of that stuff. Like, nobody understands your industry terms. This is for every industry. Like, people go, oh, well, you know, of course everyone knows about gut health. People don't even know what the gut is. Like, they, they, they don't have time to do anything other than the stuff they do in their life. So you have value. And what you do is you basically, um, you know, I love uh, Jay Bear is a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, basically his whole content marketing strategy is just be useful. Teach everything you know for free, but teach it one bite at a time and in all random order. Because, and, and so sometimes people get nervous, Lewis, they go, well, how is this going to help me build a seven-figure brand <laughs> if I'm giving away everything for free? Well, you have to realize people don't pay for information. They pay for organization an application. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? It means that I could teach you how to how to eat healthy. It doesn't mean you're going to go to the grocery store, buy the right groceries, cook up the right food, and then eat and you know weigh yourself every week and da da da. You need the application. Yes. You need someone to help create a custom meal plan, hold you accountable, tr- you know, track track you to the thing. Right, right. Um, you know, we we all know. To lose weight, we should exercise more, but we don't actually do it. Like we need, we need, uh, we need someone to help us apply it. Brand builders group is a great example, right? Like here we are, we're teaching you all this. Like we're teaching you all these con- concepts. There's a lot of people out there listening right now that are still going to go. Okay, I need someone to help me walk through and apply the brand DNA Helix to my situation. I need someone to to right. help me apply this data to my business. I need it, like. It's the application part that is the hard part. Right. And, and I think actually this is again a trend that's changing in personal branding. Personal branding started early on very much in that kind of info marketing kind of a space. Nice. And I would even say there's some negative connotation sure. and a little bit of scamminess that has, you know, probably caused some people to be reluctant to kind of like get into yeah. personal branding or online marketing. Um, but it's changing because information is commoditized. You give away the information for free, but people need you to help them apply it. It's, it's the packaging of it and the application. Or would you say the application and the what? The organization. Organ- the package, the, the organization. Yeah, yeah. And the application and right. the application of it. Um, so that's what they, they need. Right. And, and that is the best way to garner attention is to be useful. Is is to 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 share what you know to teach what you have. The goal is not. I will share a little bit, mm-hmm. and then you got to pay me for the the goods. That's that's a scarcity mindset based on information. Share the goods and pay me for the packaging. Assistance. Yeah, yeah. The application, the packaging, the holding your hand, the walking you through it, the accountability, all that stuff. Right, yeah. And yeah. if you're, again, just I'm using the financial advisor just because I'm using it here, right? It's like you're teaching people, and if you're doing a good job, like you're teaching people, oh, yeah, here's here's how to evaluate mutual funds, and here's things you can do. And like 
There's going to be a few people that will do it on their own, right. but most people, the more they learn, the more they're right. going to go like, "This is crazy. I need to. I need an yeah. expert. Like, can you just do this for me?" Yeah, that's what you want, right? Yeah. Like, when somebody sees, oh, you know, there's a whole strategy to launching books and to getting keynotes and to you know, building this stuff out, and they go, "Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'll. I think I'll give Brand Middles Group a call." Right. Like some of them will go do it themselves. That's fine. The, the worst case scenario there is you're helping people and you're impacting the world. But more people than not will go, I like you, I trust you, I've learned from you, I see the value in what you're offering, I would like to hire you. Mm-hmm. And that is true whether it is hiring you as a professional service provider, an expert, or hiring you for the company, mm-hmm. right? Like right. if I'm gonna hire you to the company, guess what? I'm gonna look at your LinkedIn profile. Absolutely. I'm gonna look at your, I'm gonna look at your Facebook page. I wanna read, and, and the most important part on your LinkedIn profile is I wanna read the endorsements of all your past employers Interesting. and what they said about you. Right. That's what I wanna see, testimonials. And you said it's the first thing we want to think about is the strategy, not the platform. Is that what you said? Think about the... Strategy is more important than technology. Than technology. Because a lot of people will say, well, should I launch a YouTube channel? Should I do a podcast? Should I be on Instagram? Should I do Facebook Live every morning? They think about the platform, uh, the technology of where they should be or what they should be creating. And that's probably not the best question to ask first, is it? No, it's yeah. It's strategy. How can I be most useful? How can I be most useful? Where are my people at? Where's my audience? And not, oh, uh, Sally Joe is doing YouTube videos every day, so I should do YouTube videos because yeah. it looks cool and uh, this is happening over there. Yeah, don't do that. Don't is, do it because Lewis does right. it. Is, don't do it because, right, right. you know. Is my audience on YouTube? Is my audience consuming this content? Or do I enjoy, am I passionate about being on video? Do I enjoy this process? Is this something I'd have fun doing? Like you said in these questions, then maybe YouTube's a place to go. Yeah, now what's cool, um, this is something I don't think we've ever talked about here, is the content diamond. Mm. So the content diamond, what, what's really cool about media, media is a multiplier. Right, and so you know, you mentioned procrastinating on purpose, and my, my TED talk, how to multiply time. Right, you you multiply time by spending time on things today that create more time tomorrow. Well, what we're also just kind of realizing is going, oh, media is one of the great forms of multiple is, is a multiplier because if I create a video today, then every day that video is out there. Mm-hmm. That video is like an employee. It's yes. working for me to find new people. It's getting audience, getting attention, getting leads, getting traffic, getting trust, repu- trust, reputation. Reputation. For you without you doing any more extra work. Right. I was mentioning to you this beforehand that I think it's three or four of our top viewed videos in the last 30 days are from videos that are one, two, three years ago. Amazing. That keep getting views that we spent an hour or two hours doing years ago and they're getting hundreds of thousands of views right now this month working for us. So that investment in, in media is paying dividends years later and will continue to. And it becomes a flywheel, whatever platform you're building on, the more consistent you are with time, usually it pays off dividends the longer you're on there. Yeah, and you're, I mean, you're just, you're such a rolling stone, buddy. I mean, you know how much I believe in you and, and it's you, you've done all these things and now you've got multiple media assets that are all yeah. synergistically Working together. Feeding, feeding each other, and it's like it's a snowball that gets bigger and bigger and faster and faster. Mm-hmm. It's 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 incredible. Um, so coming back to the content diamond, so the way the content diamond works is pretty simple. We encourage our clients, like, 
here's the whole technical strategy. Shoot one five-minute video every week. That's it. On your five-minute video, answer one question. Teach one tip. That's it. It could be less than five minutes, but five minutes. And then here's what's amazing about video. You, you're you're going to take that video and you're going to split it. This is how the content diamond works, okay? We're going to split it on two paths. One path is what we call the text and imagery path. The other path is video and audio. Okay, so someone from your team, you know, if you don't have a team, it's you, but if, if you have a team, they're going to take that video and they're going to upload it to a tool like uh, Temi, T-E-M-I, or Rev.com, or SpeechPad, there's a bunch of these, which is an automatic transcription service. Mm -hmm. And they're going to transcribe that article. From that transcription, someone's going to edit that article into a full-length post for like that you can put on like LinkedIn Pulse and Medium. But it's in your voice because it was yeah. literally your voice. Yeah. <laughs> um, then they're going to select like two or three catchphrases from the article mm -hmm. that they're going to turn into image quotes yep. for Instagram and Pinterest. And Facebook or whatever. Yeah. And Facebook and whatever. Um, simultaneously, while that's happening on the text and imagery path, someone's going to take the raw video and they're going to add a little polish to it. Lower thirds a little bit maybe of some B-roll, some stock imagery, some stock, uh, you know, music. Maybe they drop a fancy bumper like an op like an opener and mm -hmm. an outro. Um, and now all of a sudden you've got this like semi-polished, nice YouTube video yeah. that you post in full on YouTube. But then you could post a 60-second version of that on TikTok, a two-minute version of that on IGTV. Yep. Um, and you you disassemble this one five-minute video into all of these mini assets. So the, the five-minute video is like your main asset, and then you disassemble it into mini assets, and then the diamond comes together. So you start here. Yep. The diamond comes together at the bottom. Post all of it on your blog, your website. So the one place where people can get all of it. Oh, by the way, your video, you can strip the, the, the audio off the video. Yeah, and podcast. now you have a short form podcast. Right. So now you're a podcaster. You didn't even know it. Yeah. Um, but the one place to go to see the full length video, the full length article, an audio player, the, the pull out, you know, the, the two or three pull out quotes is on your blog, which is traffic you own, mm -hmm. where you optimize it for Google yep. uh, and SEO, and you build subscriber base. And in addition to supporting the social media sites and building an audience there, you also are curating an experience on your website, which matters tremendously long-term for yeah. search results and things like that. So the, a lot of people think, uh, I've got to work on all these platforms and create content for all these things, but really what you be, should you be thinking about is, how do I create a great piece of content for five minutes, or roughly around there, yeah. once a week, and really think about that piece of content. Yes. Whether it's scripting or bullet points or whatever, to make sure you have everything in that one piece that will then be distributed to all these other places, as opposed to thinking, I gotta be an expert on all these other places and build content for them, just build one piece of great content. That's what we do here. We do three times a week, and we do it in video, audio, text, image, you know, graphics, all that stuff, and we built the team to do that. There are services out there that can do this for you too. Yep. Do you guys do this at Brand Builders? So, so at Brand Builders, we do exclusively personal brand strategy, right? So yes. we, we kind of, we're, what a CMO is to a company 
is what we are to a personal brand. So right. we only work with people. We don't work with companies. Now we work with executives and yes. you know service providers that work at a company, but we work on that person's face. It's personal brand strategy, but we have a whole trusted vendor partner network and we've got a bunch of them. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, you need a video editor, you need a book editor, you yeah. need a, you know, like we connect the clients to all those people. What's the biggest problem that people have when they come and work with you? It is dilution. It is diluted focus. It, 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 yeah, well, they have too many opportunities. They're not sure where to put their time. They want to do a book and a course and a TED Talk and a social media content and a podcast. And they want to do all of it and they're not sure where to start. Yeah, and when you have diluted focus, you get diluted results. Right. That's right. Good old Take the Stairs <laughs> book, which has been out for years now. But the um, yeah, they people struggle to get clear on what is their uniqueness. Yes. Who do they serve? Uh -huh. What is their business model? And, and, and what is their methodology, right? So Brand Builders Group has a curriculum. We actually have one curriculum that's divided into 12, 12 like courses. But in our, our, our phase one, um, which is like our first three courses, really help people just get clear on what problem do I solve? Who do I solve it for? How do I solve it? How do I make money? They got to select and be clear on that uniqueness first before you try to add scale. What people do is they go out and they try to build audience right away. They do it completely backwards because what you have is you have a way to make money and then you have your, your online presence like your website and then you have traffic sources. The proper way to build it is get clear on how you're gonna make money and what mm -hmm. the product offer is, then build your your reputation, your website, a professional presentation, then worry about traffic. Right. People do the opposite. They go straight to social media and go, how do I get a lot of followers? And then I gotta try them, oh shoot, I need to build, a, I need to shoot, I need to build a website. And then it's like, oh, okay, how do I turn those people into money? And so their strategy is com backwards. completely backwards. And yes. then they go, this doesn't work. Why should I do it? And, you know, for a while it was like, well, you don't have to because this is a, you know, personal branding is a thing, but now the data is saying, no, this is, this is the future. It is more profitable and it's an accelerator of trust. And if you miss this, right, like this is your last chance. I mean, like Gary Vee's been out there talking about this for a minute. For 10 years. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, <laughs> and some of us have been watching and been like, okay, that's kind of cool. And gosh, I see what it's been for him, but you know, I don't have his style and right. I, you know, I don't cuss like that. And I don't, you know, I don't I'm not wanna, a big personality. I don't want to write a book. Yeah, I'm not a person. I don't want to be a speaker. But it's like, if, if that, you, if you've been thinking that, you missed it. Like he'd been talking about it. And now I'm here telling you the data is here saying the time is now. Like millennials, older millennials, younger millennials, and Gen Z, this is what they look at to Build trust. And buy from. Which means that's who they buy from. That's who they hire. That's that's who they refer. That's, that's who, they who they date. That's who they date. That's who they, they recommend. That's who they share. And what you say, if someone is not on social media, even with a small little personal brand, uh, you might wonder, like, I don't know who this person is at all. I can't find them online. Now it's like, if they don't have LinkedIn, if they don't have Instagram or Facebook and you can't see anything, what are they hiding? Canva presents stories to keep you up at night. It was an ordinary work day until... The Singapore presentation is at 3 a.m. The office was shocked. 
when we sleep. Maya made it less scary with Canva. <laughs> I'll just record my presentation so Singapore can watch it anytime. Record and present anytime with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Is there something, can I really trust this person? Again, like you said, if you can't see them, it's hard to trust them. And the, people, the person you see more you learn to trust more. Yeah, you just yeah that that, that we 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 don't we we dis we trust the familiar yeah. and we distrust the unfamiliar. Yeah, the unknown. The unknown. Yeah, yeah, whether exactly. whether it's online or it's walking down the street. If somebody exactly. if it's nighttime and someone's walking at me, I don't recognize them. I distrust them. Not because I'm racist or a scaredy cat or a coward or anything. Right. I just it's just unfamiliar. Like I don't know who you are. You know like. I, I distrust that. And, and this is part of the big point, right? Is that you cannot think of personal branding as online marketing. It's not. Personal branding is the digitization of reputation. Yes. It is building trust, making impact, growing your influence, and it's, it is the future and it is profitable and you can use it to monetize the thing you're already doing. Yes. And that is how you build a seven-figure personal brand. We covered a lot today. Uh, we covered the data around personal branding. We've covered uh, the elements that are important to personal branding, how to build the, the million-dollar personal brand. We talked about reputation, testimonials, paids, the different revenue streams, um, we also talked about the questions you need to ask yourself in order to figure out what your uniqueness is. We talked about dares. Uh, we talked about all these different things and formulas, the content diamonds, so many things. And for people that are wanting more, I want uh, you to know that Rory is a partner of mine and I only have a couple people that I do partnerships with on stuff that I don't think I can do as well. And you have Brand Builders Group I think we've sent over a thousand leads to you plus yeah. and hundreds of people who have gone through your trainings, uh, your your strategies and, and helped execute on what their uniqueness is, how to figure out their revenue streams, how to help them build their TED Talks, uh, their book proposals, all these different processes for building personal brand. And we created a little uh, video for you guys. If you want to learn more, you can go to lewishouse.com slash brand call to get a free call from someone on your team just to ask them about their goals. Yeah. Ask them about their goals, what their future looks like, what they're trying to create, and if it might be uh, helpful for you or your team to support them in building their personal brand and executing these things. So if you guys are interested, go to lewishouse.com slash brand call. You can schedule a time with someone on Roy's team to learn more. We, I don't know, so many people that are influencer friends of mine have been through the, the programs and the process you guys created and rave about the results they get. So many people you've had have been New York Times bestselling authors yeah. from this process. People have built 
multiple million dollar brands. Viral TED Talks. Viral TED Talks, big book launches, course launches, all these things. social media follower growth. Yeah, so you work with the the best of the best in this space. And uh, there's only one person I recommend, and it's Rory. So make sure you guys check it out, lewishouse.com slash brand call. We're gonna be doing a series around personal branding, productivity, confidence and mindset, uh, because I think a lot of it, you, when people have the strategy and the tactic, even if you have the best strategies and tactics, you still need the belief in yourself, you still need the, the skill set in order to have the confidence to put yourself out there. Because mm. when you put yourself out there, you're gonna get negative comments, feedback, <laughs> hate, people trying to tear you down, and that holds a lot of people back. So we're gonna teach you through this series with Rory uh, that will be dropping over a few months more of these things and more on how to monetize with your personal brand using these other skills and mindset strategies. So uh, make sure you follow Rory. What's your best place to follow you online? What's Is it Instagram right now? Or is uh, it- on social, yeah. But if you go to RoryBadenBlog.com, but I would just say go to, go to LewisHouse.com yes. slash brand call. Request the call. You do that, you'll get connected to me. And there you uh, go. But yeah, you know, there I'm, you go. I'm out there on social. He's out there. Roy Vaden everywhere. You can check out one of his books, Take the Stairs or Procrastinate on Purpose. If you want to learn how to multiply time, uh, make sure to check these out as well. Roy Vaden, we're going to be doing a series. So we'll see you back here soon. And thanks so much for being here and teaching us these strategies, man. Appreciate you. Always a pleasure, brother. And just remember the calling that you feel on your heart to go out and do this is the result of a signal that's being sent out by someone else who needs you right now more than you need them. Mm. Amen. Thank you. Appreciate it. Love you, brother. Love you too, man. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you got value out of this, make sure to share it. Spread the message of greatness to a few friends of yours. Post it on social media. Make sure to tag me, Lewis Howes, and Rory Vaden as well. And if this is your first time here, click that subscribe button right now on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify to stay up to date because this is going to be a part of a series that I'm doing with Rory over the next few months. So you've got to stay subscribed so you can see when this is coming out and all the other great interviews and episodes we have coming on the School of Greatness. You do not want to miss this, I'm telling you. And if you want to Inspiring messages sent to your phone from me every single week, then text the word podcast to 614-350-3960. And also make sure to sign up for your brand call, that free strategy call with Rory. Go to lewishouse.com slash brand call and learn how you can really build your personal brand with someone on Rory's team who's trained in helping you grow your personal brand. So check out that brand call as well. Sign up for that if you're interested. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I want to remind you, if no one has told you lately that you are loved, you are worthy, and you matter. And you know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada like photo bombers zoom crop out and bye you don't take yada yada in life don't take yada yada from your wireless provider get iphone 12 with 5g with no activation fees and nada yada yada only at metro by t-mobile switch to metro bring your id this offer isn't available for customers currently at t-mobile or that have been with metro in the past 180 days